Hey guys, this is Make It Count. I'm Elinka, your host, and I'm back again. Nick Ritchie is full of inspiration. He's my new muse, in fact. So let's listen to what he has to say about relationships and let's go from there. I've been out with friends and we were having a conversation around men and women in relationships and women losing themselves in a relationship and men losing their sense of who they are if they had it in the first place. And what I wanted to communicate was from the conversation that we had, a few things popped up and bubbled up. And so, for example, one thing I think that came up that was really valid was we have, on one side we have women's innate if a woman is channeling her feminine energy mostly, she has her innate uh, nurturing side. So that's kind of biologically, energetically, as she's channeling and she identifies with that feminine energy predominantly, she can of course channel the masculine energy as well. Um, there's the nurturing side. For a guy, we have the provider side. So if we're channeling, if we're a male, born into a male body, we channel the masculine energy mostly, we can still flip into our feminine energy, um, but if we're channeling that, the provider instinct is very intrinsic, biologically and energetically, if we're identifying that way. And so, what I wanted to communicate with you was that these are polarities, and the way we experience them in relationships is very interesting. The conversation is very interesting. Um, what came up was the... Uh, nurturer, the nurturer inside of, let's say, let's take these examples. So the nurturing instinct to take care of, to nurture someone, to support, to do things that please their partner. Um, from a woman's side, this innate drive can cause women to forget who they are. And so they'll mold themselves around the needs of their partner. They'll kind of manipulate the way they live their life so that they can please their partner and they will do things that feel really good that still light them up but at some point they do so many things and do so much molding and so much twisting and contorting that at some point they forget who they are and if you're a woman uh, watching this video I relate to you I relate to you on the level of as a male witnessing this and I was saying to the guys uh, last night that in almost all my relationships that have been long-term, that's happened. And then at some point, like a rubber band pulling back, it's pinged back the other way, especially in my former relationship, um, my recent former relationship. So I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. What I'm saying is that that nurturing capacity you may have felt in yourself with your previous relationships, having that experience. And I think as men, it's really powerful for us to be aware of that so that we can better support the woman in our lives, provide an open space for the woman to be appreciative and to be um, to be nurturing, but also hold the space for her to hold on to something of her own. And she has her own project or projects, whether she loves gardening or sculpture or business or whatever it is, she has at least one of her own projects that she has a sense of holding on to her own self while in the relationship so that's a beautiful thing if we can create a space for that i think that's beautiful
on the other side, we have men who have an innate, uh, let's say we identify as a man with our masculine energy, channeling that mostly, and we, we really want to provide. We have an innate drive to provide. And so if we feel like we're not providing, then we don't feel like our value is quite there. And we can flip this whole thing, but let's just follow with me for a moment. So the providing instinct has us want to create more money, create more time, create more stability. And the ways that we do that as a modern man is in our careers. If we're building a business, we try to build that as stable and as income producing as we can. Um, this is taking outside of spiritual and fulfillment and that sort of thing with your career. Um, so that we're going to try to uh, bring money as a way to provide stability and more freedom to the relationship, to our lives, to a whole, especially if your relationship's heading down the direction of uh, having children and marriage and uh, the, intention, the intentions there of having a, a longer term relationship anyway. Um, and really time as well, so time freedom, so being able to have the time to spend with the children, for example, or spend with our partner. And sometimes this gets all mixed up for us. We get really confused. We get confused in the pursuit of building a business or a career that we forget about our partner. We get, we get confused in the pursuit of um, making more money and we lose our original sense of provider even though it's in us, it's driving us, we forget that the reason, the whole reason we're providing is to create a solid foundation by which we build the rest of our lives upon. And I remember saying to a friend not that long ago that uh, a breakdown and hitting rock bottom is a beautiful place which becomes a new solid foundation by which you can build your life upon. And the reason I bring that up is a lot of us men end up at a place in this modern world where we question why we're doing everything at some point in our lives. We hit a wall, we're like, I'm doing all this stuff and I'm just not getting the result I want. And because we can get so attached to outcomes instead of moving forward with intention and releasing outcome, and just allowing to be what will be, but still channeling the provider, still moving towards with intention, but releasing ourselves from the expectation of how things should turn out and just allowing things to turn out the way we should. We eventually hit a point of rock bottom, our identity collapses in and itself and then we start on that place. Maybe we got no money, we got no business, no career, which I've been there a couple of times now. Um, no relationship, uh, so relationship ends as well, and it all collapses in all at the same time. So if you're a guy and you're listening to this, nodding your head, aha, I, could, I feel you, I understand. Um, if you've been there before, most of us have. If you're a woman watching this, and you've been in a relationship where you haven't recognized yourself one day, you woke up, look in the mirror, and you did, were like, who am I? And you ended the relationship, and very quickly you found yourself, you found yourself engaging in activities that you love, connecting with people that you love, thinking the way that you like always thought, and you're like this freedom of self-expression and creativity and this natural feminine energy just started pouring out of you again. Um, so I think it's a really uh, interesting conversation to have. I think if you're watching this video and you're resonating with it to this point, I think it's important to recognize that these innate drives in us come with benefits and drawbacks and that on the flip side with the nurturer um, if you identify as a woman channeling your feminine energy I don't really need to disclaimer that um, if you do uh, then there is the flip side of course so being aware that we could lose ourselves that you could lose yourself in the pursuit of 
nurturing and taking care of. Um, the man can lose his sense of why he's doing what he's doing, trying to figure it all out, and the provider. And if he feels like he's not providing, even on the smallest level, then there's a there's a drawback to that as well, where he can get very depressed very quickly. And if he's a modern male and he's struggling to communicate his emotions, he's going to feel really trapped and that energy is going to get really dense and it's not going to get released out of his body. He's not going to be able to cry. He's not going to be able to communicate it. He's going to struggle and he won't even know why. So that can be a massive struggle in a relationship where you have those two polarities, but both people are getting bent and twisted out of shape. And I'm really passionate about it because I've had many experiences with this. Um, and we can flip it another way and we can say, well, a woman can provide for herself. So we can take the provider and she can be both nurturer and provider. That's true. We can flip it over on the male side and we can say, well, a male can be a provider and a nurturer and he can give himself everything that he needs. But if we, in a relationship, can give ourselves everything that we need, then relationships start to there always needs to be a polarity in the relationship. And so I think it's really important that we learn as much about ourselves, as much about what we need in a relationship, as much about what we need from ourselves in our lives. Because then when we enter a relationship, we're strong in who we are and what we believe in and what we feel is right for us and the way that we want to live individually and in a relationship. And then we bring that into the relationship and there is the polarity there. And then that way, when you attract in somebody she is going to resonate with your polarity or vice versa and there's going to be more alignment there so i think yes women can give themselves everything that they need i love the woman's empowerment side and women stepping into their power i think it's fucking awesome um men have an innate drive to provide that's what has them take so much action not all guys but take a lot of action on their career money time freedom these types of things um, I just think it's really important that I think the hit home here from the discussion uh, over the evening has been that men need to feel like they're providing in a relationship if they identify with that. Women need to feel like they're of value and nurturing if they identify with that. And I think that's a beautiful thing. If you can bring the two together and you can create alignment with that, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's any wrongs or rights either way. But men get a lot of significance out of their providing and women get a lot of significance out of their nurturing. And so, yes, we can give ourselves everything and we can get all into that. But at the end of the day, we're still human beings, spiritual beings, having a human experience. And I think it's important to be in this modern age of relationships. It's important to have this conversation and to open it up and to play with these ideas. So thank you to my friends last night for opening the conversation up and flowing through it. Um, if you enjoyed this video, comment below, let me know what you think, and I'll see you again real soon. We have some very interesting points that we could discuss, and since Nick invited us to open this conversation and to exchange, well, let's see what we can do with this. There goes my heart beating Cause you are the reason I'm losing my sleep Please come back now There 
goes my mind racing And you are the reason That I'm still breathing I'm hopeless now I climb every mountain Swim every ocean says that women are losing themselves in the relationship and the men are losing the sense of who they are. Hmm. That gives us something to think about right from the get-go. Well pointed out, Nick. Well, from my point of view, the relationship should be about winning something, not losing anything. If you're in a relationship and you lose the sense of self, that means that something is terribly wrong with the relationship or with each and every one of you. If, for example, you enter a relationship thinking that that person may, I don't know, find a miracle cure for you finding your way and you are waiting for that person to lead you into something but you're not willing to do anything for yourself working on yourself during that time that person can move mountains 
as the previous song said. But it would be pointless to even try to change someone that doesn't want change or is not aware that they need to change something in order for this to work. Nick eventually arrives at that conclusion during his speech that in order for a relationship to work out and to be a functional and an uplifting relationship, you have to build yourself up as much as you build the other one up. As I said previously, a relationship is like a dance. If one of the partners stops dancing, the whole dance crumbles and falls to pieces. You will step on each other's feet, you will feel unbalanced. And yes, balance is the key during a dance and during any kind of relationship, not only the romantic relationships. He also speaks about the roles, our innate roles as men and women. As Nick says, men feel an inclination towards providing, whilst women feel an inclination, a natural penchant for nurturing. And when he said that, something popped into my mind. Most men born in the 80s and from then on lost the providing tools. They don't feel that innate penchant towards providing anymore. When they focus on their careers, they're focusing on their careers because it feels so much easier to go to work and forget about home situation, the home problems, issues that should be resolved. They naturally, without any doubt, feel that everything will be okay once they come back home because for some magic reason something will happen by magic and the situation will be solved. From that point of view, they are wrong because they need to participate in the reconstruction. They need to participate in the foundation of that relationship. And going to work is not an excuse to bail out of that mission. Because when you find a way to commit to your partner, it doesn't have to be legal, it just has to be spiritual and personal on a very personal level. Well, when you commit to someone and you commit to that relationship, you are as much part of the construction as a part of the destruction of that said relationship. When women lose themselves in a relationship and forget about their passions, their projects, it's because they feel that they have lost 
the balance in the relationship and they feel the innate need to compensate, sometimes overcompensate for what is not working properly on the male side, on the divine masculine side. It's as well a situation regarding the energy and how the male channels his divine masculine energy, but also a situation that is societal. How in this day and age, in this modern society, men and women have searched for something new and they forgot their innate tendencies. And so they go in a search for something new and they forget that no matter at what point in their lives, the innate tendencies will rise up, will come back to the surface instinctively. And so we have searched for more diversity, we search for more activities, um, we as a society tried to blend in the male with the female and show that women are as good as doing everything that men do and vice versa. There are men who are nesting and staying home with babies while women follow their careers. There are women who go through sports and physical activities like it's a personal mission to build their bodies to utter muscular perfection. We have found many situations in which both genders have crossed over, channeling the other genders divine. And this is why and this is how the unbalance has been created. Because when two people get together, they have already been through a certain transformation that created unbalance. Because of a previous relationship where the female was more active and the man felt the need to compensate through becoming more homey or is just because <clears throat> they have chosen to reverse roles, not taking into consideration the divines divine masculine and the divine feminine energy that will always pull them towards their natural state of being because in a natural state of being even when you are dead tired on your feet your instincts will pull you towards your divine essence Now you've been talking in your sleep 
What stands in this um, talk that Nick provided us with on Facebook was that people fail to communicate. I think that the baseline, the core of this problem between people who are in relationships and want to stay in long-term relationships is that they fail to communicate and it has to be from the start 
from the get-go and the communication needs to keep happening through the time. No matter what changes come into our lives, we have to learn how to surf on those waves. It's like surfing, really. You get with your board into the water and sometimes we have big waves, other times we have smaller waves. We have to learn how to discern what is going on and how to react. We have to learn how to react when a big wave comes and what we have to do from a technical point of view and from an instinctual point of view when the waves are smaller we have to rely not only on our knowledge that is limited but also on our experience uh, and also and foremost on our instincts there's no way that a relationship can work if there's not an open conversation all through this relationship. There has to be an open, honest relationship and it has to be in reciprocity and in respect of each other. And if that doesn't happen, well, that creates unbalance and the imbalance can produce tears shifts, ripples, and sometimes it can rip apart a perfectly promising relationship just because those two involved choose not to communicate how they feel and what they want and choose not to let the other person have a reply because they are afraid that they will try to change them, they will try to divert them from what they are intending to do from their original goal. Well, when you're in a relationship, you work together for the greatest good of the couple. That means an honest conversation about everything. And it means talking about what you intend to do, how you want to change things in your life, how you are willing to move forward with things and how that impacts the relationship because you are not alone anymore. You're not deciding only for yourself, but your decision have an impact on the other person's life as well. And as much as you say that you want to offer them the freedom to choose what they want to do to follow their dreams and their goals, you are very much in tune with what you want and your own goals. So there are crucial moments when you have to decide to talk about things and see how the two aspirations blend in together how can you support each other in order to have your goals met that you both 
have a linear progress towards whatever you are going. And if you don't have that conversation, someone will pull to the left, the other one will pull to the right, and when you finally get to the conversation, it may be too late, because what if someone's goals are to move away? And what if the other person's goals is to stay and place roots? If you don't have that conversation, you will find yourself in a little situation that can escalate rapidly. Because if you supported each other so far in empowering each other, in creating an uplifting atmosphere, you will want the best for that person. And if the best for one of them is to go somewhere else, and the best for the other person is to place roots right where they are, there will be a fracture because of the lack of communication. But what if you discuss about these things as you go along, as you move along in your relationship? Maybe you can find a solution that can suit the both of you. You can both follow your dreams and still do whatever is necessary for each of you to thrive. Basically, without communication, there's no support, there's no thriving, there's no balance. Communication can build or destroy a relationship. If there is a lack of communication, that means failure. Because we cannot read each other's minds. Even if we are in tune spiritually with that person and we feel their ups and downs that are energetical and emotional, we don't know what happens at the brain level, what they are thinking of, what they are creating and designing in their minds. And even if someone has really good intentions, if they create plans without communicating with the other, at some point you will find yourself in a situation where you break up or you start compromising. And it depends how costly the compromise is. If that compromise means that you have to let go of your own personality, your own beliefs, your whole construction in order to satisfy and support and engage in the other one's goals and aspiration that means that you are sacrificing yourself fully and completely and that means that you are separating yourself from your life mission from your goal so it's very important for you both men and women to have a conversation with your partners because at the end of the day 
the non-communication can cause a great rift, huge surprises, and a massive failure of the relationship in the end. I have witnessed a friend of mine doing all the work in the house, all the manual labor, while the partner was sitting around and observing with some kind of disdain at the same time and without asking if the partner needed any kind of help, any kind of input from their part. When two people ha have been in a relationship for a long time, that should go without saying that the partner should be involved and offer their support unconditionally, should love unconditionally and offer their support in any way. Mostly if it's about their family, it's about their whole creation of togetherness, their life together. But it can also be about what the partner needs at that time, what they need to do. And sometimes we don't do only what we want to do. Sometimes we have to do things that we dislike in order to get there. And if the partner stays behind the lines and just watches as the other one is struggling, there's a sign of imbalance in the relationship. One cannot take all, all the heaviness of the responsibilities and the other one just forget about everything because they don't feel like participating anymore. That is a sign that someone has dropped the ball, someone has stopped dancing. And when you stop dancing, that creates friction, you step on somebody's toes, you fall apart, you get out of rhythm, you get out of balance. And when that happens, it only takes a little while for things to fall completely. And when they fall completely, it's very hard to come back from that, even if you have spent 10, 15, 20, 30, 35, 40 years together. But I hope that by that time, couples realize what they need to do in order to keep the harmony, keep the balance and keep dancing around the issues that are thrown at them. Because life is not just a regular flow. Life is made of waves and it is better to hold hands, face, into the same direction and jump together when the next big wave comes. If not, somebody will be washed away and you will get separated. Our life as humans 
is very similar to nature because we are part of nature. So it's good to have a conversation, it's absolutely necessary to have a conversation. It's absolutely wonderful that we're opening up to this conversation right now. I'm sorry that it hasn't happened before, because these crazy imbalanced relationships have been going on for years and years. and. 
I think that we haven't voiced enough what we need to happen in order for our relationships to be long-lasting, to be solid. And I think that some people yearn to have that kind of relationship that our parents had, our grandparents had in togetherness. Solid relationships have been built on work, on trust, on communication. I know that before the relationships were different, they came from um, different education and um, collective consciousness have shifted very much uh, when it comes to partnership and relationships. And that's wonderful because it was kind of hard to be in a forever relationship with somebody that you couldn't stand, that you didn't love, that you didn't choose. But at some point we gained that freedom to choose our partners. And even though we had that freedom to choose our partners, we still found a way to fail miserably. We didn't have the restraints, the, the blockages, the forces that united us without us even caring to be in a relationship anymore. And that was freeing because we could be free together in oneness, in togetherness. But that freedom has been pushed so far that we began to become strangers within our partnerships because we advocated for personal individual freedom without taking into consideration that when you become one with someone, when you become committed to that relationship, you are acting as a unit of two. And when it comes to freedom, it's very much about your separate individual freedoms, but also about your freedom and well-being as a couple. And that has to come first if you intend to stay in that relationship for a long time. Because if you keep acting as if you are a bachelor, as a single person, when you are in that relationship, that cannot work. Because when you are a bachelor, you don't ask anybody for anything. You don't feel the need to communicate. You don't feel the need to express your emotions so that the other person can understand you. You just are with yourself and maybe you don't get the challenges, the emotional physical and energetical challenges that you have while you are in a relationship with someone but you don't get the benefits either so you have to decide one who you are two what do you want and three are you ready to be in a relationship if not you are not in the business of having a relationship you shouldn't be 
in a relationship if you don't feel like you want to get into that togetherness comfort zone step outside of your own comfort zone and step inside your togetherness comfort zone and that togetherness comfort zone is built it's something that you both work at it's something that you both create and it's a mirror image of your input both from the female and the male both from one partner and the other when there are two people working within a relationship that comfort zone of togetherness takes the image of both partners it's a common dream it's a common creation it's a co-creation of togetherness and that re relationship will resemble as much um, as it resembles you as it resembles the other partner so in order to stay on that same wavelength you have to communicate there's no way out of that and you have to communicate about your mind, your thoughts, you have to communicate the status of your energy. You have to communicate your emotions. You have to be aligned with yourself and with the partner. And that relationship will be a smooth sailing. This is why some relationships work and others don't.
says that men the men that he has been talking to feel lost and confused so basically they have lost their innate capability to find direction that's something that I never heard a man say because generally they know exactly where to turn left where to turn right where the north is or the south is they don't need maps they don't admit being lost and they find intuitively the way to deal with with situations but what if they start to learn how to lean on their feminine side? Because not everything is about doing. Sometimes you just have to feel. 
to search intuitively for the knowledge and go for the remembrance and if there is nothing let's suppose that there is absolutely nothing to guide men and women in the Akashic records in their DNA what if they join forces and figure out these things together by focusing each of them on their strengths on their innate gifts that have to be there because we are built in such a way that we complete each other and when we talk about our partner as being our other half it is really what the word intends it to be we complete each other because we have innate gifts that are complementary we basically just have to tap into our awareness be aware of who we are be aware of who the other person is what they are like and how we are completing and complementing each other we don't have to do everything all by ourselves and when we choose to be alone because we don't feel lonely we don't feel incomplete when we are alone we still have to balance that feminine and masculine energies that are within us we have to find ways to complete ourselves by channeling the divine masculine and the divine feminine energies so that we can go through life in a more balanced way by tapping into compassion and love and kindness and generosity and care and by tapping into strength by tapping into the knowledge of how to take rapid action make straight forward choices we still have to find those qualities in ourselves but when you team up with a partner you just mold yourselves together in such harmonious ways that things work like a well-oiled machine because everything comes naturally to us and if we stop listening to all the lessons that we have been taught about relationships and we go within and tap into our connection we will know what to do next so this is all about relationships that go deep we are not talking about the superficial ones because the superficial ones don't matter 
in this conversation. If you are not willing to go deep, you should be prepared to go home. Trying to breathe
So it's easy to lose ground and lose focus with all the distractions out there. But ask yourself, who am I? What is my purpose? What are my goals? Either way, even if you choose to be single, you still have to find balance within the relationship that you have with yourself. This was Make It Count. I'm Elinka, your host. Thank you for listening. And if you want to support us, you know what to do. Until next time, love, love, and love some more.